0: welcome to scaling the summit radio gold style your host charity brian and sandra k sims i am your technical director ginger aaron brush
1: let's get started
2: welcome to another exciting episode of scaling the summit we are radio gold i'm charity brian and my co-host is sandra sims buddy how you doing today it's beautiful outside wonderful here in Birmingham. Well, we're glad you are live from the, the big magic city. It's always good when you're uh, in town and have an internet connection. So, yes. and you know what, buddy, I am so excited today. We have one of our dearest friends on the show, uh, Christy Suede from Heel United, which is based right there in the magic city in Birmingham. Christy, welcome to Scaling the Summit Radio Gold. How are you?
0: Thank you. It is such a joy to be with all of you. I'm doing good, relatively speaking. I don't have COVID today. Thank God for that. Uh, And, yes, the weather has been pristine in Birmingham for several days in a row.
2: Well, that is awesome. And we're so glad to have you.
0: Hey,
1: before we go any further, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, Everybody on the show is connected to HEAL. Uh, I want to make sure everybody knows that the Scaling the Summit Radio Gold staff, that goes from Ginger, Charity, and myself, we are all a part of this big program. This wonderful thing that you'll hear about today is HEAL and um i I just want to make sure everybody knows that we're connected and but that doesn't change anything because i'm going to be honest with you this is an amazing um lady that we'll talk to today but it's also an amazing group organization that's doing wonderful things so i'm going to pass it back to you buddy i just want to make sure i gave that quick disclaimer well and hey buddy i mean what a team we're a
2: part of right i mean you me ginger and and some of our other dearest friends are part of Team Heal United, and I know we're. It's been a great experience for me, and it's Christy. We're so excited. It's going to be so fun to have you on today. So, listen. I don't know if you heard this, but our one of our episodes had a hundred listeners. So, I'm going to challenge you right up front here that maybe we can uh, enable your network to to get us over a hundred listeners for uh, one podcast. So, I'm just putting it out there, and I want to let our many listeners all over the globe know that Christy is a six time world champion professional jet ski racer and the winningest female in the history of the sport. She's also a member of the International Personal Watercraft Hall of Fame. She was recognized as one of the fittest women in America by competitor magazine and by muscle and fitness. She's won jet ski races all over the world including Japan, Europe, and South Africa. Um, And in 2002, buddy, this is where I think it gets so interesting. In 2002, the childhood obesity epidemic really caught Christy's attention. And she wanted to research and design the most effective approach to help Alabama's children get off the path of disease and onto the path of wellness and all of that her love for children and all of this her fitness expertise led her to create HEAL Alabama which is now HEAL United and HEAL stands for healthy eating active living and is a health and fitness based physical education curriculum uh, for elementary school age children, and I know we're we're broadening out uh, to beyond the elementary schools at this point. Christy also received the Alabama Aford Angie Nazaritan Lay Leader Award for collaboration to improve health and physical education programs across the state. And in 2015, she received the Shape America Southern District Clyde Parton Service Award for making a significant contribution to Southern District, serving as an advocate for quality programs that encourage healthy, physically active lifestyles. And buddy, I know that means the world of you and me is uh, folks who knew Clyde. I know Clyde and Christy would have absolutely hit it off. He would have loved her. And then in 2016, Christy was the recipient of the UAB Outstanding Woman in the Community Award. And I'm gonna go take a break because all those awards wore me out, buddy.
1: You know, it's amazing because, uh, I mean, being from UAB and here, right here at UAB, and I'm so, so proud of all the things you've done, Christy, and you're, it's amazing, uh, your vision, honestly. So as a CEO and the founder of Hill United, I wanted to share with our listeners just a few of the quick things that, the, some data points that are amazing that you've already been able to accomplish uh, with, with this great program. 75% of all the students participating in Hill significantly improved their levels of fitness. of overweight and obese students reduced their body mass index. 73% of students reported improvements in emotional health, self-confidence, self-esteem, and overall feeling healthy, which we all need right now in particular. I would love to give you kind of a quick uh, opportunity to give a quick shout, uh, a share review of anything you'd like to talk about right now about HEAL. I know that there's a great event coming up uh, in December that we'll get to as well, and I'd love to be able to, to highlight that. But why don't you talk a little bit about Heal, and just the, the thing in, in your in your mind. What do you think about all these great accomplishments in this short time?
0: Well, thank you for that introduction. I, first, I want to say I'm humbled and I'm thankful, um, but I also know that there is no great achievement without a great team. There's no I in team and you guys are the team and everybody listening can be part of the movement, and we can all be part of the same family, which is why we changed our name from Heal Alabama to Heal United, because of this new digital capacity, we're able to include people everywhere and anywhere, and nothing's more dear to the mission than our educators, and our, I was thinking as I was working out, um, you know, a lot of times good ideas come across my mind while I'm actually in the zone, and while in the zone, I thought, you know, The greatest change agent is a good teacher, Mm. a teacher who cares, a teacher who's seeking to be equipped, a teacher who's investing in the children. They are the change agents. So our job is to be teacher-driven, to listen to the teachers, to meet their needs with tools and assistance, and also to nurture them. Let them talk to each other. Let them know how incredibly valuable and appreciated they are. And that's what we are driven to try to do every day and do better every day. When um, I, mean, I really don't ever look back, I forget about half of what's behind me and cause there's too much to do in front. Um, but one thing that's funny now is that vintage jet ski racing is now vogue again. <laughs> nice. I, had, I had no idea. I was about to throw away a whole bunch of stuff that was kind of found in different closets and storage units. And, um, And I had a box full of plaques that were like, you know, second place slalom in 1988, you know, at Fort Myers, Florida, whatever, you know, it's like, who cares, right? So if I die, I don't want to burden my kids with all this material, not knowing what to do with it. My mother passed away this past year. It's been a rough year for me. And, you know, her basement was loaded up with stuff that my brothers and I had to deal with. And I thought, you know, I just don't want to do that to my kids. So I was moved to put all this stuff out and say, hey, go through what you want. Tell me what you don't care about and start chucking stuff. Well, just as I was headed to the dumpster with a box full of plaques, (laughs) I got a phone call from the girl who was trying to be world champion uh, this year, the 2020 Jet Ski World Champion, which still exists, stand-up. And uh, Uh she said, know, I've followed you. I'm still a big fan of yours. I'm just looking for inspiration. And I'm like, funny, I'm about to dump all these things that you have any value in them. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I want to decorate my apartment. Send them to me. nice. <laughs> so I was touched by that, but then it's, it actually spurred on an incredible opportunity. This little racer is a brilliant social media person like you, Ginger. And um, she uh, she said she would like to promote Sunday Supper to the watercraft industry. So you know uh, we're, you had pitched it for me, and I appreciate that. Um, we just put together our annual um, fundraiser, which normally we have a get together, but obviously this year with COVID we can't. So we designed um, a cook along, and it's it's a family friendly, nice early evening. Well, it would be five o'clock. Central time. For the California people, it's going to be a late lunch. (laughs) Um, And for the East Coasters, a little bit later dinner, I guess. I don't know. But uh, it's going to be led by Chris Hastings. He is a champion, uh, a well-awarded chef. Um, And he's actually beat Bobby Flay in a throwdown, which I think is super cool. He's going to lead our Sunday supper. Well, if you ever took a real lesson from Chris you'd probably use every pot and pan you have in the kitchen for just a sauce so I'm like Chris no we can't do that we, we've got to be healicious which means time friendly cost friendly healthy nutritious and delicious and he's like got it we can do this so you know I'm going to try to follow along I'm the blonde in the kitchen no mm-hmm. doubt about it so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you too Yes. Oh, good. Thing.
1: Absolutely. Yes. We got
0: Another thing in common. Um, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm the one that will burn everything, cut a finger off, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's rough, but, um, he is really cool. You're going to love it. It's going to be, um, like I said, a, a, a dish you'll learn that you'll probably use, you know, through, throughout your lifetime. And we're going to cook together live via zoom, just kind of like we're looking at each other now and we can be interactive and, mm-hmm. and then share Sunday supper. And it's a minimum fee of $20, um, which covers our base costs. But um, people are donating whatever amount they feel able and moved to do. Um, but we just love to have everyone we can at the HEAL virtual table because we are a family.
1: Hey, buddy, yeah. I have my tickets. Do you have your tickets? I do. I do. And it was so oh, easy. You do? I, think that, I think the biggest yeah. thing is I think people need to, it's so easy to uh if they just go to hillunited.org it's it's right there on the, on the front page and it is within seconds you're in it's such an easy easy fix and I'm gonna be honest with you if if this guy can teach me how to cook then I'm gonna call him a miracle worker. So uh, but I, I, I'm really excited because I do think it's something that's uh, incredibly interesting. Christy I've not had a chance to tell you something I do want to share. This is I know you get a lot of I mean there are so many stats here and all the awards <clears throat> but I need you to hear this. I have a, I have an 11 year old living with me right now. That's a, a young man that's in need and uh, he's doing his virtual learning at my house. And he's very special to me. And most people who have been around me know a little bit about Jack, but I've been pulling from the Hill documents for elementary because I've not in, I, I'm, I'm his uh, virtual math teacher and physical education teacher. And so we're not, a lot of things are not coming in, but I'm using the Hill documents. And I want you to know, he is wearing me out about the plate. He needs to, he tells me that we do not have fruit at this plate. So I need you to know it's, it's your, your, this heel thing is going beyond just the stats. It's taking a child who would have not paid any a lot of attention in a class. All of a sudden you, you, he sees these documents that you have, and it's changed his life. And he is really working hard to try to help me create better meals for him that are very well-rounded. I I need you to know, I know there's so many stories of Jacks that are out there that are, that our kids are going home and that Ginger, I know Ginger uses this program in her elementary school. These kids are being touched and people that are listening to this podcast don't need just to kind of, you know, look, look over this. I think they really need to click, click on this and see just what all you're doing, what all you're giving free for people that that go on they can actually do you've got a lot of stuff there for virtual for people that are homebound like these students are and that you're putting things up um, and it's amazing so I just want you to know I, I, I just kind of looked over the Hill United updated website and uh, nice job but I do want you to hear a good story of one of millions probably that you've touched uh,
0: So I just I great. wanted you to hear that I, I cannot thank you enough that is absolute wind in my sails there's nothing that drives me to get up early, work all day, wake up at three with a solution to a problem. I mean, I'm obsessed with this and only because we are seeing life transformations. And right. what you said earlier, Charity, which is, you know, our original game plan was to try to present a rescue mission, so to speak, for children and get to them before age 10, where diseases are already established.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, there
0: are Doppler. Uh, diagnostics that show that by age 10 there's plaque already getting established in carotid arteries of 10 year olds. Mm. I mean, so, you know, this is nothing short of a rescue mission and it's a real simple fix and these, it, it, they just need to know how and why. And uh, all of a sudden you unleash this hope and this enthusiasm. And then when they start practicing it, they physically feel better. They think better. They're less stressed out. The anxiety depression cure is implemented um, really just the most simple things, little changes um, can make a gigantic uh, result in a single life. And then that little life impacts the whole family. And then when you've got the family invested, you're now changing culture. And that's what we're all tired of seeing, generations going down the same old path, okay? Marketing isn't gonna get it done. There's a lot of people who are good marketers. And, but we have boots on the ground, and we are in there holding the hand, f- listening, meeting the needs, finding solutions. We're solution oriented. Somebody throws you lemons, well, let's figure out how to make lemonade. That's what we do at Heal. And um, so today, you know, and like you said, and we started in two thousand two as a, a table conversation. My husband's a neurosurgeon, so I'm very fortunate to have exposure to really brilliant minds in the in the field of medicine, you know, he's on the, we're like the bookends of medicine. He's on the treatment side and I'm on the prevention side. And he will tell you that people who, you know, come into him for back surgery, who are not healthy, they're more at risk for outcomes, for good medical outcomes. So it's it's a benefit to the individual financially that people who take care of themselves, they spend less time off work, less time, uh, you know, paying, well, they're not paying for co-pays, sick days off of work, medications, Um, not taking care of your health is very costly. And it not just costs you financially, it costs you with personal quality of life. So, you know, at any age, you can start making better habits and you will immediately experience the benefits of it. But if you can get a child early on, on the foundation of good health, you've given them a competitive edge right off the get-go in every aspect of life so today we now have built curriculum because our kids that we started off with are now entering college Mm -hmm. and many of them have reached back out to us and said please follow me through the grades please you know help me out you know i need this continued support so we built heal for middle school heal for high school Um, you know, where a door closes, a window opens. That's how we discovered family and consumer sciences. One of our schools were not really delivering the PE curriculum correctly. Mm -hmm. So we entered into the family consumer sciences and turned it into a Healicious cook-off. Healicious is our fun little name that means um, to win the Heal cook-off, which we have healthy treats, uh, contests, healthy snacks, and healthy meals. It has to be nutrient dense but also tastes good so and it's got to be peer reviewed for taste so um that was christy, incredibly
2: christy do you need some tasters because sandra and i actually really excel in that area
1: <laughs> hey but we, but you need we, to know there's a there's a there's something right on the webpage uh called energy bites and those energy bites i've i've done those those are great those are fabulous energy bites and so I just don't, I don't know that our listeners, if people have never gone to Hill United website, they need to be, they need to get on there because in particular, if they have children at home, the handouts are so easy to read and so pretty. I mean, honestly, they're pretty. And so a, a, a kid like who I'm working with right now has taken on some information and he is, he's into it. So just, I know that there's a lot of success stories, but I, your vision that you had in 2002 and where it has, gone is amazing and so I you know I know you're competitive and I know you're going to continue to get better and better um through all these years so I all the things that you're going to continue to do so uh, well done and I cannot wait for this dinner yeah so everybody needs to get on right now I mean really it's a it's an easy um easy to connect up and you've got to make sure I'm going to say that again it's going to be org and it is December the 13th at 5:30 central time is that that's I believe that that's correct, but I want to make sure that everybody saves that date, and we can kind of go from there, but I, I'm excited, and I, I'm not so sure my meal's going to turn out as good as Chris's, <laughs> but uh,
0: I, I might. I'm going to bet that you're going to surprise yourself. But really? I, oh, yeah. Okay, okay tell, him,
1: tell him really that there's some people on there that are real, real beginners. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you're looking at her. I'm like, <laughs> I need that proof, okay? I'm, I'm I don't care. Uh, no, might. that's true. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not just making it up. It's real. Just ask okay. it, but um, because you know when I was racing, I I mean I lived on smoothies and Subway on the road. I mean I never cooked yeah. a thing in my life. I got married and I felt sorry for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Turning a fast corner around a buoy is not what you call domestic, you know, skill. <laughs> but, um, I went, I literally enrolled in culinary school like within the first month of marriage to learn how to boil water. So you know, and I'm a little further than that now. Not a whole lot more, but. Um, But I have to say this, the event actually happens on the 13th, but you've got to register early because I want to set you up for success. And what what I'm going to do is, because it's going to be kind of quick, we don't want to stay all night on Zoom. Nobody wants to do that. But what we're going to do is give you that ingredient list. We're going to give you Chris's list, and I'm going to give you my list. So you can either do it the full-blown Chris way, or you can do it the blonde in the kitchen way. Or I'm, going, I'm going
2: with option two. <laughs> I am too. Yeah.
0: His way will taste better. I can tell you that. But either way, it'll still be good. And um, so I'm going to give simple substitute options for those who don't have all the skill like that. And, um, and so I'll send those things in advance so you can be prepared with the right pots and pans. You can have all your stuff laid out. Um, know what to chop in advance. Oh, Boy, there's one. chopping
2: in advance?
0: Well, there's got to be some fresh fruits. You've and got, got to, to be lot.
2: ready. Okay, you buddy, I, I, didn't know. Good, I didn't yeah. know. I know. okay. I'm gonna take the week <laughs> off. I think I'm just gonna take the week off, just to prepare. Yeah, I just I don't want to be left behind. So, so
1: Christy, when's the the last date you really would like people? In other words, I know you'd like people to go ahead and sign in now, but is there gonna be a a stop date that you're gonna yeah. want to say, hey, I really would like your body to register by?
0: ask yourself, and let's say I answer this question, Ginger, together, is, um, you know, how much time do you want to be able to pull together your ingredients shopping-wise, budget-wise? Um, and also, we're thinking uh, of how to take those same ingredients, cook a little extra on Sunday, and then break the, the uh, we call it leftover yes. uh, solutions, break out those things and make two more meals that no. you can throw in the freezer for the rest of the week. So you're saving a ton of time and a ton of money, and these are HEAL strategies that we're trying to implement into that night. So we don't wanna make it complicated, but I'm gonna give you choices. I got and you. I'm thinking, what, 10 days in advance, minimum, so that you have- a Oh, yeah, on. yeah,
1: That's maybe nothing. two weeks, I mean, maybe. So, right,
0: Ginger, I'm not hearing
1: you, are you in? Are you in, too?
0: Oh, I'm in, I'm there. Okay,
1: I just wanna make yeah. sure, we've got the, the whole, so our whole group, Radio Gold I, will be there. I, Buddy, I've got a bad feeling. I need to
2: go buy some pans or something. I think I'm just I'm worried already. You know how I get. I
1: know. Yeah.
0: Well, All you right. know, he wanted us to have one of those steel. What is it we use in the South? Um, big old a cast iron skillet. Yeah, one of those. I don't have one of those. Oh, don't use What I've got. So I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna take a stab at this recipe next week. At just mm. my own. Mm. And I'm gonna a pilot. Yeah, yeah. That's good. What yeah. I can substitute in my own kitchen with, you know. <laughs> well, hey, Christy, I want
2: to throw, throw it back out there for our listeners that if they'll just go to United all one word, dot .org, not only can they register for the uh, Sunday supper on December 13th, like Sandra was talking about, it is definitely at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. But, you know, I, I'm looking at the website right now, and the resources, and, and I know this because I go to the Heal website a lot, but I want our audience to know, The resources that are right there on that main page, COVID-19 and how exercise may protect you. That's the first click. Distance learning resources, which all of us need right now for, for kids and families that are at home how to exercise for fitness. I mean, it's just, and if, buddy, like right below that is your energy bite um, I got it. recipe, which it's good. It's
1: you, not my recipe, but it's, it oh, is I know,
2: fabulous, but, but you like it. And if you wanted to make some and maybe send them my way, I'd, I'd definitely <laughs> try those out. Um, so Christy,
0: that you know, that's an award-winning uh, treat. One of our students came up with it and it was resoundingly uh, voted for by a hundred peer students taste wise. Wow. And it was, vetted by our nutrition panelists for nutrient density. So that makes it even more special. One of our students gets the credit for that. that
1: sounds great.
2: Absolutely. And I, just to pique our listeners interest, buddy, let me tell you real quick, the ingredients, peanut butter, dark chocolate chips, old fashioned oats, honey, and flaxseed.
0: That's it.
2: Buddy, I'm, oh, in, I, I, I'm right there. I'm in. Yeah.
0: I have to throw a disclaimer that for anyone who's uh, sensitive allergies wise to peanuts and peanut butter, um, there's another substitute called Sun Butter or Wow Butter. Sure. And we've tested it with both of those as well, and it's good. and it, it still holds its composure.
2: Awesome. Well, now Christy, I know that um, you grew up on the south side of Chicago, and my geography is not super swell, but I, I'm just guessing there wasn't a whole lot of jet ski racing on the south side of Chicago. So how did you kind of get from that that place growing up to where you eventually became a stunt double on the show Baywatch? How did that journey for you transpire?
0: I'll connect those dots real fast for you. So my parents uh, divorced when I was like five. I was with my mom in Chicago doing education uh, and then with my dad in the summer. Uh, for summer break and and other breaks. And um, he started the first series of jet ski rentals in South Florida, back in the old days when the skis looked like something in a primitive 007 movie. (laughs) And that's my older brother. I have two older brothers, five and uh, four years older than me that the rule was, you you can play with us if you can hang with us, otherwise you get left on the beach. So I was always 90 to nothing just to be included. Going over my head was regular for me. So (laughs) um, when the race tour came to my dad's town, um, he was pretty well known in the industry because he did something so innovative with rentals and all the racers would want to meet him and get parts from him and stuff like that. So Um, I begged to sign up and it turned out to be a career path, which nobody anticipated. And um, jet ski racing is only um, a career, so to speak, Um, if you're not just winning, because you're nothing more than a marketing tool for a company, um, basically. That's why they pay you. So it's it's an advertising gig. So if you're winning, you're, you know, you're going to be featured in, you know, all this vertical publications and back then it was ESPN um and we did not have internet yet (laughs) um and I didn't have a GoPro which is so sad my helmet camera that I had to wear was like 15 pounds in this (laughs) thing so it kind of got in the way (laughs) so I didn't get to really get the footage like these kids get today but um nevertheless uh that led to what was your question the, the how i got oh jet ski how you yeah
2: how'd you get from the south side of chicago to Baywatch? that's that a is, pretty big leap okay.
0: all right so you know something i'm going to go off on a little tangent for a second here because i want you guys to know that and i want anyone listening that one of the worst seasons in my career um after winning like three or four world titles and national titles and you know enjoying being on top um I started out rate, um, out overtraining, let's put it that way. And I had a young gun come up on me and put the pressure on. She was on a different brand than I was riding. And uh, I, I had to overtrain to keep up and I was yeah. hurt and I ended up getting defeated. And, but worse than that, I had a broken ankle, a broken sternum. I was racing injured with swollen soft tissue in every joint. Um, mm-hmm. so The, the, uh, this rehab group came into my world and said, if you would trust us, we'll help you heal and then we'll rebuild you. And then you'll reach a level of fitness that you have never known. And they had also been the trainer for uh, Evander Holyfield. So I said, okay, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to trust. And they used all evidence-based, um, science to rehab me. So I had to slow down, which scared me because I felt like I was really going to be left behind. Um, to heal. And they did all of my training via heart rate conditioning. And um, so I healed and then I got, until I could do 60 to 80 minutes comfortably in my 80% of my maximum heart rate target heart zone, which you teachers know what all that means, that aerobic zone. Then from that foundation, I was then trained to do anaerobic sprint conditioning and so it was very cautiously and methodically built to the degree that I reached a level of fitness that was printed in Muscle and Fitness as one of the most fit yeah. women in the world um, via the the science and the numbers and the data. And I, I give I only followed the recipe. And again, it's that team credibility. They trained me. I trusted them, and it worked. And I and it, I made a total comeback. Ended up dominating again in 96, Um, and then um, I took a hiatus after that, and uh, that's when Baywatch picked me up to do stunt doubling, which was like easy money. (laughs) Um, Great, you know, great side gig um, and good, you know, consistent work that among other feature films and and little shows like Malcolm in the Middle or whatever, um, being part of Screen Actors Guild was a very nice side income.
1: Well, that is amazing. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you just to know that you have, I I just can't imagine everything that you've done to to, to work. And when when you're hurt and you keep training that, that you have to have a heart of a champion. So how in the world did you move from this incredible professional athlete to being the number one advocate for children and their fitness? I mean, you, that's a, it, that's a big change of, of, of a life that you've gone from this professional athlete now that you're, and you shift instead of it being you, now you're really wanting all these kids to get well. Can you give, can you give me a heads up on what, how that transition occurred in your life?
0: Yeah, you guys ask great questions. Thank you. So, you know, um, well, it, in, oh, geez, I guess I'm going to start the answer with I had always a a secret wish in my heart to be a good wife to a good man. And it was the rehab uh, endorsements actually after I got hurt, you know, it's like, and and during that time of suffering and, and failure and disappointment, Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I I had times of hopelessness and tears and just straight dig down deep for, for grit. And my mom was a prayer partner of mine and a support of mine. I mean, it, it was low and but but the never give up mentality and dig yourself out um with faith with help there's there's humility that's born in that and there's a great deal of strength that comes with humility and um i dated my husband long distance la to al for like 2 years and he proposed which meant i had a decision to completely and abruptly retire and become an alabama mama and wife and I was overjoyed for that mm. change. Um, so I moved to Alabama. I told you the first thing I had to do is learn how to boil water. Um, and <laughs> he was very patient with me, but also very compassionate in knowing that, you know, you need to do something that's going to fulfill you. And mm. I really didn't know people. Um, I, I wasn't fully integrated in, into the neighborhood and the culture. Um, but I noticed, I always wanted a ch- my own children. And I noticed, um, which, by the way, they're coming in the front door now. (laughs) Um, I noticed around me that there were a lot of children on the path of disease because they weren't eating right and they weren't moving effectively. And it just hit me. It's like I could see right then and there, I want to do something effective, science-based, measurable. I want to do something about that. And that is how it was born. And and all of my life's experiences from – product development. I mean, like I used to have to spend a whole day in February with my feet frozen in, in blocks, testing carburetor after carburetor or prop after prop in the Colorado River of Lake Havasu mm. City, Arizona. That's melted water off the mountains. Okay. <laughs> and I would Hello. be blue with, uh, with, uh, hypothermia and there would be like, suck it up, you know? So <laughs> And, and I have to say which prop worked better, which carb felt faster, and you know what things were doing. And um, so HEAL is all that. We are innovators. We build things. We test things. Some things don't work. Some things do. We throw out what doesn't. We load in what does. And we listen. We adapt. And then we try to do good at marketing. We can always do better there. And I appreciate what you're doing for us tonight or today or whenever this thing launches. <laughs> And then, um, thirdly, performance. It, you just got to have the results. Forget about it. I'm not interested if I don't have results. And that's something we've never been willing to do is yeah. forsake efficacy for growth.
2: It's a great Pretty point, good. Christy. Yeah, I like that. We cannot forsake efficacy for growth. Man, uh, Ginger, we need that on a bumper sticker. So, uh, Christy, you know, just shifting gears a little bit, you know, you became this great Alabama girl, um, you know, I, I, it's a great place. And I know that Heal United has a wonderful partnership and relationship with um, ASAFER, the Alabama State Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. And you guys just wrapped up a wonderful uh, virtual conference. Thanks uh, to our executive producer, Ginger Aaron Brush, who handled all of the technology for the first ever ACIFR virtual fall conference. But Christy, how did that relationship between... HEAL and what you were doing come about with with because I know that's been such an integral part of of how you kind of get everything done with the teachers and the curriculum and and really moving HEAL forward.
0: Aceford is our, our key partner, um, incredible vehicle for being able to connect and coordinate with our teachers directly. Um, I, I want to give a lot of credit to Donna Dudaway and Dr. Donna Hester both of which um, were the leaders of physical education um, at college level. Now they're, um, they're retired from that position, but I grabbed them. I'm like, I, I, I like to surround myself by the brightest and the best. And they partnered in helping write the curriculum. Um, they were out there teaching so that we could test it when they were actively at their respective universities. We were already testing it with uh, their students and getting the students out in the field for field work opportunities, and then opportunities to write dissertations and do research. I mean, it was truly a win-win-win, and it still continues to be. We're, we're just, that was a spark that led to a flame, and now we're, we're on to a movement, and we're still listening and adapting.
1: So you know you've been working with these educators that are right there with Aceford, because Aceford has an amazing um, membership that I know that you have a chance to speak to. Um, and you we, there's a lot of us there that, that that, are working with and are Hill related. but I, I think the biggest thing I want to ask is, has it been tough or what have you learned about trying to convince those teachers uh, to come on board and to join you know and it's kind of like to say, like, hey, just click on this hillunited.com where we're asking people to do that, but I, to ask a teacher, a physical education teacher, health educator to come in and, and really kind of look at what you're, what you're doing. Has it been tough to convince anybody to get on board or, or do you have just a waiting list of people dying to get in?
0: We do have a waiting list. Um, and we, but you know, I think if I were to speak to that point is say, and now the waiting list, uh, is easier to meet because of this whole digital pivot. Um, so more people can consume what we offer without cost. Um, I think that, If there is a barrier for a teacher, it might be that they're afraid to take on something new. Um, They may feel already overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, I can't do more. I totally get that. And I want to tell those teachers that we have designed our system so that we could take the pressure off of you. Mm -hmm. That we've um, recently uh, put our lectures in video format Um, and our teachers that are out in the field are the ones who did the lectures for us, so they're real. They're the ones, you know, in the different rural communities or city communities or what have you. I mean, they speak uh, authentically, um, and and they teach the lessons so that if you are new and you're not sure what to say, or maybe you're overwhelmed because you're dealing with children who are Distraught from COVID and or you're also trying to do virtual learning at the same time. It's a lot right now We get it. We don't want to add to your burden We want to give you tools to where you could run that video and go work on something else go go Handle a child who's distraught and let let our video teach the class for that day for that moment Um, and then we'll give you tools that are very effective for um, you know, actually uh, helping with mental, emotional health problems, because we know that exercise and nutrition and social connectivity helps reduce some of those terrible, um, you know, feelings that they're struggling with today.
1: I think that's perfect, and I, I don't do, I I, don't, I would love our listeners to know just how many people we're talking about. What you're, you're in, you're in schools all over Alabama, but you're, you're also outside of Alabama, so do you want to kind of hit on, on some of the Information on how many schools, how many schools you're really touching right now that are already connected to Heal.
0: Yeah, so in Alabama, we're today serving 170 schools. Um, oh. uh, I think six university partners, um, over 300 educators. Um, uh, and now we're beginning our first outside of Alabama um, pilot so to speak in Arkansas which has similar demographics of Alabama and we think we can share our model. We're trying to establish a HEAL headquarters in Arkansas with our partner which is Harding University and I think we're gonna have a nice big Arkansas participation on our virtual table Sunday supper. They're pushing it and they're very very excited about trying to imitate what we're doing and with that, that partner, if we can work out the kinks and figure out how to get the university rolling and then from there um, join up with Arcaford and from there get the teachers implementing HEAL into the school systems, that's how we're gonna see what we wanna see, which is cultural change. Right.
2: All right, Christy, well, we are at the end of our time, and we are so delighted that you were here with us today, and I want to remind our listeners to go to HealUnited.org, where they can sign up for the virtual Heal Dinner in December. It's going to be an awesome event, and Christy, would you just tell us something real quick to our listeners that maybe we didn't cover today that you want them to know?
0: Well, I just want to reemphasize that giving a child a foundation of health, um, and also trying to help them meet their grade level reading markers, which we've integrated into the HEAL curriculum as well. We know that reading and health go hand in hand. And then adding, that's the uh, younger age group that we're talking about. The, as we get to high school, we're really emphasizing workforce readiness. So health from start to finish gives people a competitive edge and a quality of life that is so essential. Your life can be so much better at any age, by starting to adopt the kind of behaviors that we teach and heal. So please join the movement, healunited.org. We welcome you to be part of the family and we're here to help you, nurture you, and um, just do this together because healthy living is a lot more enjoyable when we do it together.
2: Well, thank you so much, Christy. And a reminder that healunited.org, where you can sign up for the December 13th Sunday supper. I'll be there, buddy, you'll be there? I will.
0: And hey, our you're to sign up two weeks in advance. That's so right. whatever the date is.
2: That's it. Sign up early so you can get your ingredient list and you can be sure you have all the right pans. Yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that myself. So Christy, thank you so much. And we are excited to wrap up another episode of Radio Gold Scaling the Summit. Ginger, buddy, guys, okay. I'll see Ginger. you next time.